Blog Talk Radio. Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Well, ladies, hello. This is Trina, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a big success. Now, I trust that you all had a wonderful weekend. We are coming into our spring season, of course, and uh, I can certainly tell it by all of the pollen that is out. And for those who suffer from allergies, I'm with you, my sisters. I am one allergy sufferer as well. And it is getting a little bit tough um, with this allergy season coming upon us. Uh, just wanted to also remind everyone that if you haven't already, please make sure that you mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern time. We get a lot of people uh, asking us to please push out the announcements of the show uh, a little bit earlier. But listen, if you mark it in your calendar and set it as a notification, it's done, right? Every Monday recurrently at 12 noon Eastern time, just mark it in your calendar. And then, of course, we are making sure that we send out um, a friendly nudge, a friendly reminder 30 minutes before the show because usually that is what we have monitored as the most successful way to let people know about the show getting ready to start, all of our current listeners, is they want a simple nudge about 30 minutes before. An hour before, oftentimes people will forget because they are either at work or they are are, are doing something else and it just slips their mind. So our goal for sending out that 30-minute reminder is just a simple nudge, right? But I'm telling you that the best way to remind yourself is simply mark it as an event on your calendar, and that way uh, you will always have that reminder there as well. Well, this is the last Monday for our hot topic, Making Money Online. And over this last few weeks, we have been talking about really the basics of making money online, which is really your understanding of search engine optimization, your understanding of of keywords and keyword phrases and the placement of keywords and and keyword phrases. Um, And we have been just sharing with you some foundational things that you really, really need to understand and know about when it comes to marketing your business online and about making money online. But today we are specifically going to talk about um, using affiliate programs to make money online. So we're going to talk all about, okay, what are some of the ideas that you can make money online now without you having to come up with the product or you having to come up with the service? How can you make money? And trust me, there are thousands of ways to do it. 
what I'm going to do is point out like two primary resources for you today. Um, the Super Affiliate Handbook, which is by Rosalind Gardner, who is probably one of the foremost experts on affiliate marketing. Um, she generates millions a year just from affiliate marketing alone. And then also I'm going to be pointing you to ClickBank uh, because ClickBank does billions a year, not just a little bit, right? They do billions a year in um, affiliate marketing. And I'm going to be sharing with you information on ClickBank, what it is, how you can get involved with it. Um, and so we're going to set the pace today just to talk about literally ideas and ways that you can make money online. Now, over these last previous weeks, I've shared a lot of core basic information, and what I recommend to those of you who are uh, just now listening or new to the show, make sure you visit us at womenaboutbiz.net. That's our main website, womenaboutbiz, B-I-Z as in zebra.net. Click on podcast, and of course, you'll be able to listen to the previous broadcast. Of course, if you have an iPhone, you can go to podcast and search Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, and you will be able to have the show right there at your fingertips. If you're an Android user, just download the app if you don't have it already called Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, and do the same thing. Search for a Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, and mark it as your favorite, and you too will also have the radio show right there at your fingertips. So we have several ways that you can listen to Successful Woman Radio, and of course, all of our shows are, are recorded so that you can go back and listen to previous broadcasts. I want to thank all of our listeners who have sent in um, wonderful emails and people just sharing parts of the show that they have really enjoyed this month. Thank you so very, very much for that. Um, hopefully you guys are able to hear me clearly today because I am utilizing my Yeti microphone instead of dialing into the show. So hopefully um, you guys can hear me loud and clear. Um, I want to also, I have, I have been updating you guys on Facebook and like all of these new things going on on Facebook. And uh, this weekend, my daughter called me and said, Mom, I'm going to send you a link to a, uh, a, a documentary online, uh, a reference to social media, Mom, you really, you really, really need to look at it. And uh, so that is indeed what I did. And I want to let you guys know about this documentary because it will forever change your outlook on social media. Um, and the documentary is actually a compilation of interviews with top executives, top-level executives. Uh, you know, there was kind of like, you know, individuals who had helped to create platforms like Instagram and Twitter. I mean, the ones who were writing the program language, um, the, C, the, you know, ex-CEOs. And again, it was quite, quite a bit of information to just absorb in. But in a in a nutshell, this documentary really, really pointed out how the Internet and how the social media platforms are really changing the fabric of our cultural society and some of the fallout or some of the um, 
consequences as a result of the creation of all of these social media platforms, what it is impacting and doing to our kids and how it is really, how it has changed the fabric of our society so much so that a lot of people are believing in information that is not even accurate or factual. People are not checking to see if something is factual. They see it on social media and they take it as the truth. And as a result, it's causing people to react in different ways. And so you guys really need to take a look at that. I think we all need to be socially conscious. We all need to pay close attention to the fact that there is a good and a bad side to everything in life, right? But this particular video on Netflix really brings it home, and I advise all of you to hold it priority to take a look at the video. And the name of the video is The Social Dilemma. Again, The Social Dilemma. And this is on Netflix. And, you know, again, you guys need to go take a look at this documentary uh, that is compiled of interviews with uh, ex executives of the top social media platforms, including Facebook. Um, and you guys need to listen at what they're saying and what they're talking about as far as how social media is changing. And one thing that stood out to me really the most, and I had known this, but I didn't know exactly how far it actually went, is that there is really a lot of, of psychosomatic and suggestive things going on with all of the social media platforms, but especially Facebook. And what you see is not all, is sometimes an illusion, or Facebook has a lot of things within their algorithm that has learned your behavior pattern so much that it can actually put things in front of you um, that you are clicking on it, but not aware that it has already predetermined that you would click on it. So it's putting it in front of you. So it's causing you to react, right? And everything, of course, is driven by um, advertisers. Everything for Facebook is driven by advertisers. And I think one of the things that was pointed out, and I think I thought this was really interesting that was said, as I researched this this documentary, is that the only two places right now where the word users uh, has anything to do with people is uh, drug addicts are called users, users of the drug, and the internet, users of the internet. You know, those are the only two locations where that word user, the term user, is put out there. And user really refers to someone who is compulsively or consistently using something, right? And so, again, you know, it made me realize how much I needed to back away from social media a little bit and, and be very aware. And one of the things that one of the executives was talking about is pay attention to your notifications, your alerts, and your settings in all of your social media platforms because they have to – they have to make sure that the settings are available for you to turn things off because of the federal government. And so you need to be taking a look at your settings and making sure that your settings are just what you want them to be. You know, and again, you have billions of people who really don't pay attention to all of the settings. So as a result, again, um, humans are now being utilized as users, as the product 
of of all of these social media platforms, and they are what what's called data mining, which is they are mining all of the data that's coming from your mind, the, the, where you click, how you click, what you look at, all of the different things that go on, is being harvested and then being compiled into statistical data, which then allows the algorithms to actually predict more success for the advertisers. And so we definitely, these are such strange times already, right? But we are definitely now moving into a whole nother level with the internet, with social media platforms and everything that is going on. So what does that have to do with business and and, um, small business owners? What does it all have to do? Well, you know, again, 10 years ago, a small business could get up and put something on the Internet and uh, have a lot more success with people finding it. But it's a lot harder today to really just start a business from scratch and be able to put information out on the Internet and then think that someone is going to easily find it because it can get buried in a of millions or trillions of of information that's already on the internet, right? And so now you really have to know how to intelligently and and precisely create a marketing plan that is that is going to utilize the system that you need to be aware of to market to people who are interested in what you have. And so that is why when we started the series this month, I started automatically with talking about setting the foundation and making sure that you knew about search engine optimization that is more powerful and more important than ever, right? And I talked to you about those keywords and the keyword phrases and how you should be setting up your web pages and all those different things. And I shared with you also about organic marketing and what organic means on the internet, which is without having to pay for advertising that people are able to put your keywords or keyword phrases in the search box on Google or Yahoo or Microsoft Edge, and they're able to find you and you're coming up in the search results uh, at least within the top 10 or within the top 20. And so, again, you know, just pointing out this information to you and making sure that you understand how to actually set the foundation so that people can find you and that you have a better chance of success. Okay, so I think it's really, really important. And now we're, again, coming into an age of social media where not only as a small business owner do you need to understand the important role that it's playing in your business, but you need to understand as a user of social media how it is playing and how you are part of the role, how you are the product, and you need to understand that from both the business owner and you need to understand it from both being the user of social media as well. Very, very important. Also, I don't want to forget about our book of the month um, called Launch, L-A-U-N-C-H, by Jeff Walker. An Internet Millionaire's Secret Formula to Sell Almost Anything Online, Build a Business You Love, and Live the Life of Your Dreams. And so he created what's called the Product Launch Formula. And, of course, throughout the book, he begins to unravel it for you and share with you what it is. Today, 
I am going to be reading to you from um, the chapter, Sell Them What They Want, The Magic of the Pre-Launch, because he definitely believes that having pre-launches is the key to being successful with pushing anything out online. And I, I, I believe that as well. I think I've seen it happen, and I've seen it that the more proactive you are, um, and letting people know what's coming, um, the better it's going to be to build a following or an audience, a tribe, which is very, very important. And so I'll be reading for, for you from this chapter, chapter seven, again, later today, sell them what they want, the magic of the pre-launch. So I'll be going over that as well. I want to give a big shout out to Sherry from New Jersey. She's been a longtime listener. Sherry, I think you've been on air with us probably since the very beginning of Successful Woman Radio. And she sent in an email and um, just to let me know that she bought the book, The Launch, The Secret Formula, and that um, she had already started using some of the techniques that they were talking about. And um, she's already seeing results, tweaking things that she already has out there. She's already seeing some results from it. So it is really a very, very good book. And it was not, uh, it was written, let me just tell you guys when it was written, because um, it was written, I believe, in 2016, but the book has so much relevance, and it's still very, very much updated um, to a lot of the things that go on as far as the techniques of getting people to know who you are and what you do with marketing your business online. So I just wanted to make sure that all of you get your copy of the book, The Launch. We'll still be reading excerpts from the book going on through about the first or second week of April. So again, make sure you get your copy. Also, I want to point out to um, a lot of you, uh, as we begin to get into the spring of things, now is the time for you to be evaluating your first quarter, right? Because first quarter is getting ready to end. And now your second quarter is coming and it's time for you to really start taking a look at where you're going with your business for second quarter. And it's difficult to know where you're going to go if you don't know where you've been and you don't have anything to measure to know whether or not something was working or not. And so this is why it's so very, very important to go ahead and evaluate your business for first quarter. You want to, again, take a look at your sales, how much you made in sales. Take a look at any inquiries, how many inquiries you got based on your landing page or based on your email campaigns. Take a look at what people responded to on social media, how many likes you got on certain things on social media. Take a look at all of that uh, because that's telling you what people like and what they didn't like if you didn't get a response. So, so very important. Take a look at the social media images that you are pushing out. Which one's got higher um, higher favoritism, right? Which one's got higher likes? Take a look at all of those things that you are pushing out there. So very, very important. And why that's so key 
is that if, as you evaluate your business, the whole goal in evaluation is to determine what's working, what's not working. You eliminate the things that's not working, you enhance the things that are working, and you add new things that you feel might help or enhance the business, right? You want to take a look at all of that. But one thing in particular that I want you guys to pay close attention to, because I am noticing that a lot of women, business women, are having this issue, and that is the issue of actually closing the sale, right? I have a lot of business women tell me they aren't having any problems getting people to pay attention to what they are talking about. They aren't having any problems with people seeing their information or clicking or opening their emails, the problem they're having is that the people are just not purchasing. And a lot of the times it's probably due to the fact that your sales closure skills are not at the level they need to be. And so that is what we're going to be talking about during the month of April is we're going to be talking about springing into sales, right? We're going to cover, you know, what you need to do to get your sales to be closed, to be able to put money in on the books, money in the checking account. We're going to talk about closing the sale, and we're going to cover some fundamentals of sales, everything from learning how to, how to detect your sales closure ratio, understanding why scripts are so important when it comes to sales, understanding how to develop your, your sales strategy, and, you know, at what point does sales supposed to take place? So we're going to be sharing all of that in April. Springing into sales is going to be our theme for the month of April. So I certainly hope that you guys mark your calendars for every Monday at 12 noon um, because I think that you will also find this topic extremely helpful as you are looking at more ways of not just marketing your business, but you're looking at more ways to add that money to your bottom line, to put some money in your checking account it has everything to do with actually closing the sale. Well, I want to go ahead right now, and I want to get started with the five questions of business leadership. As you know, I read these questions to you every single Monday in prayer and hope that you will take these questions to heart. You will ask them of yourself as often as you need to, to hone in on your skills as the owner, the CEO of your business, and to learn um, new ways that you as the CEO can help your company to grow. Okay? Here's question number one. Have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Again, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? And this is all about you putting a force field of protection around yourself every single day, you getting yourself to think in the right direction, you getting yourself to uh, think positively, right? To help you do that, you need to look at the beliefs and habits that you are already that you already have in place to support your vision and your goals. And if you don't have the right beliefs, if you don't have the right habits in place, then you will you will know that because you will you will begin to experience the consequences of it, right? You will begin to feel that um, you're not having as much success. Your mindset is not where it needs to be when it comes to success, right? Also 
preparing your mindset for greatness is about personal development and focusing on the areas that you need um, to improve in order to see better results. Now, I've had a lot of people to ask me recently, well, there are so many areas I need to improve in in personal development. How do I know which ones that I should really get started in? Okay, so a quick way to do that, first of all, is to really parallel your personal development with your goals. So whatever your goals are in your business, there may be something that you will need to improve on. For example, if you say to yourself that I really want to go ahead and get on the phone and call a a lot of people that I haven't talked to in a long time, but every time I get on the line and I start talking with people, I don't know what to talk about. I get tongue-tied. I'm not saying the right things. Okay, so one of the personal developments Um, skills that you need to then go back and look at is communications, right? You need to communicate effectively. So you need to uh, perhaps uh, take a course on effective communications with customers. You need to possibly uh, take a course on scripts, right? How to write effective communication scripts for your type of business. So that's how you really look at improving your personal your skills from a personal development. It, it is overwhelming if you try to tackle all the skills that you feel you need to improve on at one time. So what you do is you look at what are my goals this month? What are my goals for this quarter? And at, because of the business goals that I have, what skills do I need to make sure that I'm able to accomplish all of these business goals? And that's going to help you identify the right now skills, the right things right away that you need to be tweaking and working on um, in order to see um, progress in order to see improvement for yourself. So I hope that I, I answered that question. For those of you who have had that question um, in the back of your head, you know, hey, how do I decide on that personal development topic or what, how, do I, how do I do that? And then, of course, you really do need to create affirmations that are customized and personal to yourself. Now, I also had some, a couple of people, well, more than a couple of people asked me, what, was it okay if they, to do customized affirmations, was it still okay to use other affirmations that they have read? or to adopt affirmations. Absolutely, you can. But what you want to do is just make sure that you look at the affirmation and maybe customize it or change it around a little bit um, to be more meaningful for yourself, okay? Because that's very key. The whole purpose of developing your mind power and preparing yourself for greatness is to be able to fall back on yourself, to be able to rely on yourself and to pull from within yourself things that you can use to motivate and inspire yourself. And again, I don't want to get anybody confused or anybody thinking that you're not supposed to listen to other people and get inspired from other people and get motivated. That's not true. What I'm simply saying is that The person you need to get motivated from the most is yourself because there's nothing like the power of self-motivation, okay? Moving on to number two in the five questions of business leadership, are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and my goals? Wow, this is such a powerful question. And if you haven't really taken that time to really sit down and look at the beliefs 
that are driving you. This is the time to do it right now. Don't wait another month. Don't allow another quarter to pass by where you haven't set yourself down and you haven't asked yourself, what are my beliefs and are they in alignment with my vision and my goals? So I want to slow it down right here for a minute and just let you know this. Anybody, any of us can say, hey, are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and my goals? And, and, and then just start thinking to yourself, hmm, I believe in myself. Um, I don't. I, I try not to be negative. Yeah, they're in alignment. Well, that's the that is the lazy way out of this question, and don't do that because you really need to be very forthcoming, very authentic, very truthful to yourself. What am I saying, Coach Trina? Do people lie to themselves? Girl, you better believe we all lie to ourselves every single day. And we have to make sure that we are keeping it up front and real, even with our own selves, okay? Um, You know, because I've had a lot of people say, well, I beg to differ. I don't think I've ever lied to myself. And then I just look at them right? We all lie to ourselves because we want to feel good. We want to feel positive. We want to push forward, right? And so we say things to ourselves and we convince ourselves of things when it's not actually true. And that word lie kind of cuts, right? Yeah, I lie to myself. That word kind of cuts hard, the word lie. We don't, none of us want to think that we lie to ourselves, right? And so again, here's the thing. We just need to make sure that we are extremely authentic with our own selves, that, that, we, that we are truthful and that we are very clear when it comes to the things that we need to be doing to help ourselves to grow as women and as businesswomen, right? And so beliefs is one of those things because um, we don't, as women, we don't tend to dig as deep because we sometimes feel like as a whole, and I'm speaking in generality here, but sometimes we have this tendency to feel like, you know, we don't want to dig deep because it brings up dark places that we don't want to visit. So we push them far down or we don't want to go through all of that. We want to, we want to multitask and just hurry up and get on with it, right? But sometimes it's not like that. And that is why many people don't see success is because they are not willing to dig deep enough to discover the truth about why it is they're not making money, why it is that that they are having a hard time with understanding um, marketing concepts, why it is that they can't seem to make anything that they touch successful as, such as a business. So again, it's important for you to sit yourself down and and really look at your belief level because the truth of the matter is that your beliefs drive all of your success. Your belief is what's going to help you to push yourself to the next level. It's what's going to help you to take swift and immediate action, right? So you've got to sit yourself down and make sure that it's aligning with what it is that you want. Just think. You know, if you haven't been getting the results that you want and it's been a few years and you've been trying at certain things for a long time, then I can guarantee you that it, part of it has to do with your belief system. And that is what you need to be paying attention to. Here's number three. What do I want to have accomplished by this Friday? You know, well, there there are a lot of things that are relevant to your industry that you need to take a look at in particular, these three things are uh, something that we all have in common in business, which are marketing, 
um, generating new leads and sales. We need to be taking a look at those three things. And then number four, how can I be an asset to my business? I love this question because when I ask myself that question, it really makes me want to be a better business owner, uh, a better businesswoman. It, it gives me, that question gives me energy because I want to be an asset to my business. What about you? Do you want to be an asset? Are you being an ambassador of your business? Are you letting people know who you are and what you do? Is your business branded in such a way that you can feel proud to let people know who you are and what you do? Are you seeking out new collaborations, right? Are you connecting with individuals who do things similar to what you do, but they don't do the exact same thing. And therefore, you guys see similar to the same clients, but but you can complement each other. Are you reaching out to those types of individuals? Do you know who they are? Are you seeking them out, right? And then uh, lastly, are you leading your power team? Do you have a power team? And, of course, that was one of the first things that I teach in reference to generating a six-figure-plus income is that you can't be the long ranger. You're going to have to develop a power team of individuals that can help you shorten your learning curve and move you along faster in your business. And, and the power team is simply that group of individuals that you compile, that you, that you have vetted ahead of time, that can help you in various areas, like a web designer, a copywriter, uh, a person who updates your social media, a person who uploads your blog content. So again, do you have a power team of individuals? Have you created a power team? And last but not least, in the five questions of business leadership, it's am I investing in myself and my business? And you know there are three areas that I want you to really take a look at there, right? I want you to really look at how are you investing in your health and wellness because it has everything to do with your business, right? If you don't have the energy, if you don't have um, the health to, to really be moving fast, then you really need to slow it down enough in your business to talk with someone, whether it's a holistic practitioner, whether it go have a physical with your doctor, but you need to get on a better health and wellness plan for yourself. Um, it doesn't make sense to try to make money and to even experience making some very good money, but you're not able to enjoy it because you never feel good. And I, I can talk about that because, you know, just keeping it real with you guys, I I deal with some illnesses that really slow me down. And one of the things I have really been working on is really looking at the way I eat, how I'm nourishing my body, making sure that I hydrate my body with the right kind of water, right, and making sure that I am getting rest, which is very, very important. And so, again, I want you guys to take a look at that because this is something as women that we really need to um, hold as a priority. And then I really want you to be able to invest in your personal development and your coaching, right? Uh, I have never had someone who's coached with me to tell me that it didn't help them. 
Um, coaching is supposed to shorten your, again, just like that power team, coaching is supposed to shorten your learning curve. It's supposed to help you to move faster. It's supposed to help you to gain clarity or get better organized. It's supposed to help you to have someone to bounce those ideas off of. Uh, and, and it's supposed to, and overall, it's supposed to help you strengthen your own ability to be self-reliant to become that better leader, right? And so, again, I want to encourage you that if you have not had a power talk with me, don't wait. I've had a lot of people say, well, Trina, I was waiting to get everything together. I was trying to – I didn't want to come so broken. I I, I wanted to get myself together. Well, listen, the the whole purpose of a coach is to help you put the puzzle together. So if you feel broken or if you feel like you're not really well put together, well, that's just an indication that you need a coach, right? And so I want you to go to Women About Biz. Hands down, I want everybody on the call today, I want you to go to womenaboutbiz.net, and I want you, it's right there on the front page, schedule your power talk. It's a free 45-minute coaching session, and trust me, it is worth it because I don't hold back. I'm going to give you some good ideas, and I want you to be able to experience a good coaching session. So please make sure, again, that you go to womenaboutbiz.net. That's the resource, our main website. Right there on the front page, it's going to give you information about how to schedule your power talk. Just scroll down. It's right there underneath the banner that says Lifestyle Ambassador. It's right up under that banner. Click here to schedule now. So it's right there for you on the front page. So I want you to do that, okay? And I'm expecting to hear my email ding, 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 um, because I want to challenge you to go ahead and experience coaching for what it's supposed to be. And next, I want to also talk to you um, about your marketing and your advertising. Ladies, listen, we're living in a society today where on the social media platforms and on the internet, while organic marketing, that's marketing without having to pay for it, um, you are using strategies like with keywords, with search engine optimization to get people to know who you are, while that can help you if you're if you're wanting right now money, you're wanting people to see you right now, hands down, 100% of the time, you're going to have to have some type of advertisement, even if it's a little bit, right? So you need to invest in marketing advertisement, and the only way to do that is to really set a budget, really, really prepare for it, okay? So those three core areas will help you invest in yourself and your business, health and wellness, personal development, coaching, marketing, advertising. There you have it, ladies. You have the five questions of business leadership that's literally going to help you to become a better leader, help you to grow your your company. Um, And every time you ask those questions of yourself, trust me, you may have different answers that require you to delve deeper and to research and to go into it um, underneath that surface. And that's what they are supposed to do. 
So for those of you who are new to the show, and we've got a packed out board today, it's such a big thank you for listening to the show. I want you to know who we are and what we do. Successful Woman Radio is all about providing you, the businesswoman, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life generating the income that you desire. So make sure that you not only share the show with other people, but mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern time and be empowered with information that you will be able to put to use right away. Okay? Very, very important. Again, if you want to listen to all of the previous broadcasts of the show, don't forget an easy way to do it is simply go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on podcast, and the blog talk player is right there for you to click on the previous shows of your choice. Okay? I want to go ahead right now and go right to the book club book of the month launch by Jeff Walker. This chapter is entitled, Sell Them What They Want. The author, the author asks a question. He says, is it possible to improve your tennis game by watching training videos online? Can you replace or supplement tennis lessons with an online membership? And more to the point, for Will Hamilton, would people pay for online tennis instruction? He says that's what Will Hamilton's premise was when he started FuzzyYellowBalls.com with a friend. Will was just out of college, and he wasn't excited I'm sorry, he wasn't excited about the long-term prospect of being a tennis coach, so he set up shop in his parents' basement and started a web-based business. The initial plan was to publish videos on YouTube and make money through advertising, but it quickly became apparent that there was no future in that. In a niche market like tennis, there was never going to be enough video views to drive a serious advertising-based business. So the next strategy he tried was creating a membership site with instructional videos. He and his buddy priced the membership to the site at $25 per month, but the site languished and sales were slow. After 10 months, They were getting close to writing off the whole idea as a failed experiment, closing up shop and moving on. It seemed like the answer to the question of whether people would pay for online tennis instruction was no, at least not at the volume to support Will and his business partner. That was when he discovered the product launch formula. And since it was desperate times, Will leaped into action. He put his first launch together in just a few weeks. As he describes it now, the first launch had some rough edges. He threw his pre-launch together quickly and used only the very basics of the formula. But as you will see in this chapter, even if you get only the core principles right, the results can still be dramatic. That first launch, he said, did $35,000 in sales in a week's time, which was as much as the business had made since they opened the doors 10 months earlier. And since the product was delivered digitally, those sales were almost all profit. All of a sudden, FuzzyYellowBalls.com was in business. The future was clear. It was definitely involved. It definitely involved more product launches. For their second launch, Will buckled down and got serious about following the formula, and results nearly doubled to sixty-five thousand in sales. And the next launch did even better. It was their first one to break the six-figure mark. It closed out at 105000 in sales. Again, these were digital products, so the profit margin was very high. With each launch, Will and his partner built their list and their positioning in the market, and their launch skills got better. 
The next launch was for their new Tennis Ninja product, and that one brought in 170000 in sales, but it also did something quite remarkable. It attracted the attention of the agent for tennis pros, Bob and Mike Bryan, twin brothers collectively called the Bryan Brothers in tennis circles. Bob and Mike are arguably the most successful pro men's double-team tennis in history, and they were interested in working with Will on the product. The result was the Brian Bros Doubles Playbook, which Will produced and sold as a full-blown course with Bob and Mike. The launch blew away all Will's previous launches, doing a whopping $450,000 in sales. And a few months later, after the Brian Brothers won Wilmington and then the Olympic gold medal, Will got a chance to have his photo taken with the brothers while posing with their medals. And so, again... Um, he is talking about how one of his book readers of the book, The Launch, which is our book month of a uh, book club book of the month, he's talking about their results. They started at ground zero, didn't think they could make it and start putting things into play. He says, Okay, now we're really starting to cook. By now you know about the incredible power of the story um, of of how they have made their money. So he says what you really want to know is the pre-launch sequence. So he says, your pre-launch sequence will generally have three pieces of pre-launch content. He says, think of it as a three-act play with the beginning, middle, and end. Each piece of the pre-launch content has a specific job. Each one needs to stand alone, but all three tie together into one big story. You want to avoid just throwing out three pieces of unrelated content because you're just not going to get the results that way. He says the framework for the overall story is that you start off teaching people about the opportunity for change or transformation. Then you follow that up with some solid teaching and you show that transformation or change. And finally, you give the ownership experience. This is where you start to pivot to talking about your product and the impact it will have or make on your prospective clients. He says, throughout this entire sequence, you are layering in all the mental triggers we've covered. In Chapter 5, he says, since you're giving out free content, you naturally will hit the reciprocity trigger. And by showing your knowledge of the topic and your ability to give great content away for free, you hit the authority trigger. As you move through the launch, you'll naturally start to build trust. And as you gather comments and create a conversation about your pre-launch content, you'll start to build a community. You'll start to build a tribe, followers. And since you're taking your prospects through their entire, this entire sequence, it becomes a shared experience that hits the events and ritual trigger. Then as you get closer to the launch date, the anticipation will start to build. In fact, you'll find that your pre-launch sequence will naturally trip trigger after trigger because the process is designed to do just that. And when you do it right, you end up in a supremely influential position without having to resort to a bunch of sale tactics that feel like they belong to a used car lot. Instead, you're building influence in the exact same way humans have always built influence. You're just doing it in a hyper-accelerated way. Now, what's important for you to understand is that the magic is in the process. Success doesn't depend on you being a gifted copywriter or a master salesperson. It doesn't hurt if you bring either of those talents to the table, but at the end of the day, the product launch formula is something of an equalizer in the marketing world, okay? So I want you guys really to, I really want you guys, chapters three through eight 
of this book really lay out the lunch formula, and, and you guys really need to pay attention to those those chapters. But I want to just kind of go back over and give you the general recipe, right? Um, and there are I'm, I'm kind of counting as I'm reading this to you. I'm kind of counting the air the number of areas uh, in the recipe, but I want to just kind of go back over them. Okay, so uh, I want to give you guys the product launch content of the the first product launch content recipe. He says this is what you have to do. You have to show the opportunity, show tell how their life is going to change with the product. So that's kind of like the first thing. Then the second thing is to position yourself by telling telling the viewer why they should listen to you. Like, what is your credibility, your author, your authority? How are you showing that with the content? And then he says, then number three, you have to teach. It's important not to just go on and on about the opportunity. You have to deliver value. And then number four, raise objections and either to answer them or promise to answer them in upcoming videos. He says, no matter what you offer, your offer is, there will be objections, but you need to face them head on and answer those ahead of time. He says, and then there's the foreshadow. Let them know there's another video coming and spark their desire by revealing some of the really cool stuff that they're going to learn in that next video. And then six, call them to action. This is my favorite piece of marketing. Call them to action. Ask for a comment on your launch blog or in your social media. So you need to ask them to start making comments. You have to start building your following, building your tribe, right? And then he says, product launch content formula number two is the transformation. He says, in in product launch content number one, it was all about why, your second piece of pre-launch content, right? He says, um, but what can you teach in five to ten minutes that will make an impact on your prospect? He says you need to start to change their life now, right? He says so you need to make sure that you are providing them with some information that can, they can start seeing some changes. He says, for example, in one of his launches for Product Launch Formula, his product launch content, too, was all about the seed launch. You'll learn about the seed launch, he says, in Chapter 9. It's a way for someone to do a super quick launch, even when they're starting without a list or a product. He says, I actually teach how to, to do this. He says, of course, since the pre-launch video is only about 18 minutes long, he can't teach it as deeply as he wanted to, right? So he says most of his viewers don't immediately go out and do a seed launch after they see the video, but he wants to give them enough training so that they can at least see themselves doing it. So basically what he's saying is that one of the things that he used as a piece of content was to show people how they could quickly launch, even if they didn't have a product or a, a list ready yet, you know, the product wasn't ready yet, he couldn't, you couldn't show anything, um, and they didn't have a whole lot of people on their, on their, on their con- contact list, but he says he, he wanted to give people hope, so he used that. He says, and the general recipe is for a product launch content number two, which is, which is making sure that you transform them, their minds, is to thank and recap people for their comments and questions, and then he says, recap the opportunity, right? He says, then recap your positioning, present a case study or do, do some real teaching, objection crushing, crush any objections, the foreshadow. He says, you need to let them know you have another video coming, and then again, the call to action. So it's the same thing over and over, but basically what you're going to do is the recipe is like you have to do like three to five different types of 
product launch content pieces, and he prefers that you do video, right? So for a lot of you who are shy, video is something that you stray away from, but yet video right now is considered the most powerful form of marketing, and it's also considered the most powerful form of keyword optimization. So that's something that you definitely need to be looking at. So again, I was just reading from the book, The Launch by Jeff Walker, An Internet Millionaire's Secret Formula. I want to talk to you for a minute about ideas that people have um, uh, and ways that you can make more money online because you have a lot of people who say, hey, I I don't feel like doing a, a product of my own. Is there another way? And, of course, one of the most powerful ways to make money online, and people have been doing it now for over a decade, is affiliate marketing. And affiliate marketing is basically you know, marketing someone else's product, marketing someone else's information um, or service, and then being paid a referral commission for doing so. So they have the product, they have the service, and you are going to go out and market it. And so today, I think the big thing is, is that, um, you know, you don't want to market things that you're only making, you know, just a dollar or two dollars on, because that requires you to have like a um, a huge, massive following, right? So what you want to look at is you want to look at products and services that, you know, you can make at least $20 or higher on, right? That over time, over a month's time, it can add up to hundreds or thousands of dollars. So that's really what you want to do. So to learn about affiliate marketing, I want to introduce you guys to the Super Affiliate Handbook, okay? Because this is one of the resources that I feel uh, is, is probably one of the best resources out there uh, by Rosalind uh, Garner, okay? And uh, I'm going to give you her website because it's an easy one to remember. It's called superaffiliatehandbook.com, superaffiliatehandbook.com. And, um, again, Rosalind Gardner is an, a noted author and expert in affiliate marketing, um, she did it at the time when she was working a full-time job, and she was tired of her job, and she had heard about affiliate marketing, and so uh, she set out to start doing um, and creating a lot of different types of one- to three-page websites, marketing just one product all over the Internet, and became a millionaire uh, by doing so, okay? So, again, there are people making hundreds thousands, hundreds of thousands, and yes, even millions of dollars from affiliate marketing. Um, And so I think that her handbook, uh, Super Affiliate Handbook, is probably one of the most well-written books that gives you really a comprehensive understanding of how to be an affiliate, okay? And so um, go to superaffiliatehandbook.com, okay? I definitely want you guys to do that. Uh, Another thing that you guys want to take a look at is that usually when you decide that, hey, I don't want to create products, I don't want to provide services, I just want to refer, I just want to kind of become kind of like a noted expert, a hobbyist on it, and then I want to be able to refer people to it. But here's what you need to understand about being an affiliate, okay? Being an affiliate requires you to gain knowledge. It requires you to still um, create 
a, a blog or it requires you to create a lead page. It requires you to write some articles and some content. It requires you to do these things um, because you still have to get people's attention. You still have to capture people's attention, okay? And so, therefore, when you're looking at things that you want to market, the first thing you want to look at is what are you passionate about? What, what are some of the products or services that you like or you feel that people might be, uh, it might be in a demand, right? You want to take a look at those things. One, one thing that you can do is you can, you can uh, go on Google and you can Google the top selling products on the internet today. You can do that. You can also go to Amazon and you can look at like the top 10 books in different genres, different, you know, personal development, electronics. You can, you know, start looking on Amazon that way because that's going to tell you what people are looking for too because that's the majority of the products that they're selling. So that lets you know there's a high demand for it, right? And then once you do that, you can start then uh, drilling down and um, choosing the ones that you think would be really good for yourself, things that you feel you would have an ease of talking about, being able to do a video about it. And then you can make a decision as to which ones you think that you want to go after, okay? Um, Once you do that, then what you need to understand and know is that being an affiliate still puts you as a business owner. It still makes you Um, responsible for whatever you are deciding to represent. So that means that you still have to have a schedule. You still have to figure out how you're going to come up with content. You still have to determine whether you want to have a blog or whether you want to do a lead page. Uh, You want to pay for advertising. Yes, because it's just because it's their product doesn't mean that you won't be advertising yourself, right? And so again, You still have to determine all of that. And this is why the Super Affiliate Handbook is really going to help you with that, okay? Now, in addition to the Affiliate Handbook, I also want you guys to take a look at the website called ClickBank. Okay, I want you to take a look at a website called ClickBank. ClickBank is a leading global retailer and affiliate marketplace, and they have done a lot of the work for you as far as like what's really out there selling, what's selling good, and the affiliates who have put their, or I should say the creators of the products and services have put their sales pages and have developed sales pages for affiliates, um, it's really a a system that's already been put in place. And so you can learn a lot about becoming an affiliate on ClickBank as well, right? Because you can not only become a seller if if you're creating products yourself to get other people to to, uh, represent you and to push your product out there, you not only can become a seller, but you also can um, become an affiliate as well. And so I advise you to go take a look at ClickBank, that's C-L-I-C-K, bank, B-A-N-K dot com. And then um, it's no cost to join ClickBank, uh, and it's no cost to become an affiliate uh, of any of the retailers that are selling products, right? So that is the one thing that um, I would definitely advise you guys to actually do. Now, as far as coming up with the different pieces of of information that you're going to need in order to really pull together of marketing 
someone else's product or service, again, it's really the same as in with any business that you start, you're going to have to create a, some type of presence on the internet, whether it be a fan page, whether it be a blog, whether it be um, a lead page or a one page a one page website, right? These are things that you can easily do creating a Google site, which is free, or you can also do uh, creating a blogger account, a blog on um, Google Blogger. So those are free ways that you can actually do it. And of course, you can create videos as well, which is free as well on YouTube. The big thing that you need to know is that um, you need to make sure that it's whatever you decide that you're going to represent on the side, you need to make sure that it's something that you're interested in. And then you need to make sure that you completely understand what it means to be an affiliate, okay? Very, very important uh, that you do that because when you don't and you just kind of start in the blind, you automatically set yourself up not to really um, succeed. And so that is why I recommend that you read the Super Affiliate Handbook, go to the website, grab and absorb the information. Now, what are, um, what are some of the, the business ideas, uh, what are some of the ideas that people are doing to make money online these days? I'm going to give you guys kind of like some of the top ways that people are making money on, uh, online. The top, one of the top things people are doing is they're creating a blog. Um, they're creating a blog around a particular topic. Topic, and then within that blog, they are utilizing other people's products and services and becoming affiliates and pushing those products and services that way, okay? Building a blog is one of the big ways that people are doing in there, but they're not creating their own products and services. They're actually using the products and services of other people, right? Um, so that's the one thing that you need to know. Um, they're becoming Amazon associates, right? They are selling products on Amazon or they are pulling in Amazon products into their blog or their website and making uh, income that way. So that's another way that people are uh, are making money online. People are also making money online through travel hugely. Uh, travel is beginning to pick up again. It's going to get ready to uh, to go with warp speed in about another two to three months. And so get ahead of the curve if you're interested in travel, right? Um, that's very, very important. Another thing that people are making money on is they are making money on courses and not just courses that they create, but courses that they are actually pushing that of other people. As a matter of fact, courses carry some of the highest referral commissions out there. There's some courses that sell for, you know, um, four, five, six hundred dollars, and when you push those courses, you're going to make two or three hundred dollars, up to fifty percent of that course. There are some courses that are like memberships that are recurringly, and what they'll tell you is that as long as the person is paying their membership, you're always going to recurrently receive a percentage of that membership fee um, each and every month, and so again. That allows you to make recurring income. So that's one way that um, people are making money as well through other people's courses, through other people's services as well. You know, so speaking of services, there are a lot of different services out there, and there are some that are paying very low referral um, referral commission, like. 
2 and 3%, which is very little. 10% is even little depending on how much it is. But then there are some that are paying major referral income. And so one of the industries that pay really good referral income is the lending industry, right? And so you guys can take a look at that as well and look at um, all you have to do is put affiliate loans and you'll start seeing like all of the different loan companies that pay money to push their particular lending product. So, again, um, it, it is a way to, again, generate by just by letting people know. Now, keep in mind, it's just not a matter of fact of dropping the link because anybody can drop a link. So remember, as we've talked about the launch by Jeff Walker, he talks about how you have have to educate, right, how you have to build authority and how you have to develop a following. And so, again, um, you want to take a look at that. Another thing that you can do is you can launch a YouTube channel to entertain and educate and gain followers that way and still talk about other people's products and service and drop links within the actual video and use keywords within the description of the video. So that's a way that you can do it as well. So there's just so many ways that you can earn money online from other people's products and services, right? And so this is why I would say that if you don't have a whole lot of time to create a product or service, look for a product or service that you can believe in. Look for a product and service that um, you, you can have a lot of authority and knowledge in and push that right? And um, it, that way you can start making money right away rather than have to come up from scratch with everything on your own. So I hope this information has really, really helped you. But at the end of the day, I want to remind you that all things are possible. And it's certainly possible for you to be making some serious six-figure income online. But it really begins with you being willing to slow down enough to properly set the foundation and learn the things that you need to know. It's never going to change. Content is always going to rule. Okay, it just happens that the content that people are paying close attention to right now is video and audio. So you you really have to incorporate those. Right. And with anything that you want to make money with, it's never going to be get get it quick, fast type of thing. It's always going to be that you've got to set your foundation You've got to have general knowledge about how you're going to go about doing it. You've got to create a plan, right? And then you need to have clarity on that and and pull everything together. And then on top of that, you've got to understand the importance of search engine optimization keywords. You've got to understand how to make that happen. And you've got to be willing to spend some money and have a marketing budget because even if you're an affiliate marketing someone else's product, you still have to do advertising these days, okay? So I wanted you guys to know about that. I hope you have uh, enjoyed this month's theme, Making Money Online. Stay tuned for next month as we talk about springing into sales. And I will be talking about all things sales, closing the sales, getting the sale, Uh, marketing for heavy sales. We're going to be talking about it next month. So make sure you mark your calendar for 12 noon Eastern time every single Monday. Until then, be blessed, be productive, make it happen. Bye-bye, everybody.